TED Audio Collective. Today, technology tools are unequivocally powerful. The average Joe or Jane can build almost anything they want, even if that means being someone else entirely. What am I talking about? AI, artificial intelligence. A tool that can change the way we sound and look to such a degree of imitation that it's hard to differentiate between what's real and what's an illusion of well-placed pixels. I think many of us have seen how AI provides a level of creative play that makes for good entertainment. Personally, I love trying out new filters on Instagram or Snapchat, where you can turn into a dog, a pirate, or add a funky background in your Zoom meeting. My personal favorite is the morning coffee shop scene. But issues with AI have already presented themselves. Several states, including New Jersey and Virginia, have been working hard on legislation to prevent deepfakes from wreaking havoc and fraud all across society. Take, for instance, the ongoing strikes in Hollywood over studios' interest in replacing actors' likeness with AI. As the line between reality and artificiality blurs, how can we be sure to protect our privacy? I'm Sherelle Dorsey, and this is TED Tech. AI developer Tom Graham takes to the TED stage to offer up big ideas about this new technological frontier and to share how our likeness is the next tier of personal data worth protecting. This show is brought to you by Schwab. With Schwab Investing Themes, it's easy to invest in ideas you believe in, like artificial intelligence, big data, robotic revolution, and more. Choose from over 40 themes. Buy as-is or customize the stocks in a theme to fit your goals. Learn more at schwab.com slash thematic investing. Support for TED Tech comes from Odoo. What is Odoo? Well, Odoo is an all-in-one management software with apps for every business need. Odoo has apps for CRM, accounting, sales, HR, inventory, manufacturing, and everything in between. And they're all in one, easy-to-use software. And the best part about Odoo? All Odoo apps are integrated, helping you get things done faster and more efficiently. So when you think about business, think Odoo. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash tedtech. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash tedtech. Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big? Ooh. Summarize with AI in a click. Click, 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 click. Writer's block? Release with Canva Magic Write. Magical. Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work. Want to dive into how technology and black spirituality intersect? Or confront the challenges new tech is creating? Maybe even catch a vision of hope for the future? Check out Moral Repair, a black exploration of tech. A podcast about the innovations that make our world and break our societies. And how we can all heal just a bit. Available on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you listen to podcasts. So, Tom, your company, 
became prominent on the internet with, with the release of a fake Tom Cruise video, Deep Tom Cruise, that I think attracted like a billion views on TikTok and Instagram. <laughs> I mean, how did you do that? So really at Metaphysic, we specialize in creating artificially generated content that looks and feels exactly like reality. So we take kind of real-world data, we train these neural nets, and it can more accurately than VFX or CGI really create this content that looks and feels so natural. Um, and so that is a great example of the AI being kind of prompted by the natural performance of a person and kind of the face goes on top. And it helps the fact that your co-founder is, um, you know, he's a pretty good Tom Cruise impersonator. Indeed, Miles Fisher <laughs> is uh, the foremost Tom Cruise, but not Tom Cruise, yeah. <laughs> um, I think you have another example as well. Uh, can we see that one? Yes, absolutely. Going kind of beyond faces now, talking about voice. Tell us what's happening there. So what you see there is really, it is the singing voice of a lady singing Spanish um, and Aloe Black, who sings Wake Me Up, the Avicii song that he wrote with Avicii. Um, we are transporting her voice across to his face so he doesn't sing in Spanish. And then suddenly we transport it again um, her voice into his voice. So anybody in the future will be able to speak any language. It'll look perfectly natural. And this content is becoming more and more easy to create. And eventually it will end up with a scale where we will all be kind of main characters in our own content on the internet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dun, before, dun, we, uh... before we dig into that just a bit, um, rumor has it you can also do this with live video. Can that be right? Yes, we can do it live real time. And this is like really at the cutting edge of what we can do today, moving from offline processing to we're processing it so fast that you can do it in real time. It obviously occurs to everyone in this room that there are some things that can go horribly wrong with this. Um, and, you know, we've already seen, you know, examples online of, you know, we've had photographs of Trump being arrested that were unreal. There could be video of it. Um, there's pornography that can use the faces of celebrity, all these things that we've seen. Deepfake, how, how do you feel about the downside of this technology? So personally, you know, we build this stuff and I'm worried, right? Worried is the right instinct for everybody to have. And then, you know, beyond that, think about, you know, what can we do to prepare ourselves? How can we try to impact the future as it spirals in this direction where... As individuals, it's going to be kind of difficult to understand what's computer-generated and what's real. And so there are things that we can do there, raising public awareness of manipulated media. That's one. That's, you know, this is a great forum for that. Will you claim to me that if you were to shut down your company right now, it wouldn't stop the problem of deepfake videos because the technology's out there that that's going to happen anyway, that that's not within your control? Yes. There are... We're talking about content that is so compelling. If, you know, we put any of ourselves inside content and maybe it is talking to our loved ones or just talking to our friends on the beach and it's so realistic that it looks real, it's so compelling. Everybody is trying to create this content today. 
all of the GPUs in the universe are driving it, trying to create this. So it doesn't matter what any one person does, this will happen and it's happening very, very quickly. So, I mean, we'll talk about the upside in a second, but, the, but it seems like we are going to have to get used to a world where we and our children will no longer be able to trust the evidence of our eyes. I think so. Um, we are going to have to understand a new set of institutions to verify what is authentic media. Um, but then we can begin to lead into some of the creative things that happen from it, and there are benefits that come with that too. So it'll be an accommodation. So talk a bit about the, uh, the, the, the benefits. I mean, obviously on the ent entertainment side, there's an amazing number of possibilities. You have Tom Cruise, we can have Impossible Mission 273 in the yes. year 2150, right? Yes. Like he, he will right, be yeah. with us forever. We're working on number 75,000 right now, yeah. I guess, that, I guess that is kind of amazing. Like we love, we've, we, we love lots of people in the world and we want the possibility that with their permission, we can do more with them. Talk about some other possible upsides. What we've seen in kind of building this content and watching people interact with it, especially if they're kind of interacting with themselves, maybe it's their younger 20-year-old self, or maybe they're interacting with their partner, but the young version of their partner, there's this tremendous emotional connection that comes from the very, very photorealistic, beyond the uncanny kind of content. And so if we can start deploying that um, among regular people, if we can scale it up so that it works for any kind of person, then we can begin to kind of, you know, have more interesting, meaningful human kind of interactions and relationships online. And since the pandemic, we all spend more time online, but it's chat and it's email. If we could get more human emotion, more feeling, there's a lot that we can do with that, right? And so, you know, education's a good example. We could have an inspiring teacher in thousands of classrooms around the world, speaking every language in the world at the same time. And students could interact with each other in a way that was, you know, goes beyond Zoom. There can be real cultural exchange, real socialization. There's a lot that we can do beyond you. So that teacher example is, is powerful to me. Like, like the fact that a single teacher could turn a written lesson into video in any number of languages and extend indefinitely. That seems like a real amplification of potentially of good you know, human intent. Um, I'm excited by that. I, I still don't get the family side of it. Like, that, like, if you want to have a human connection with someone in your family, isn't it? Like, how, won't people just be creeped out by, oh my God, I was just looking at your avatar. I thought, I thought it was you, you know? Like, how do we get, isn't that just creepy? I, I think there's, there's definitely a creepy element to this, right? And then you go beyond that and the creepiness drops away and the medium drops away and it's the content and the connection that's there. So, you know, I imagine that, you know, if I collect data from my grandparents who are very old today, then in the future I'll be able to relive experiences with them and communicate with them. And that, it's not going to be any good for them, right? They're probably going to have passed on. But for me, it'll help me process who I am, my relationship with them. That idea of kind of decoupling human experience, both from where it happens and the moment in time that it happens, I think that we can create these experiences through hyper-real photorealistic media that allow us to share the best of our experiences, the best of who we are. I, I'm going to be very curious to see who's, who can feel that right now. My guess yeah. is that there's going to have to be lots of experiments and a lot of things are going to creep us out and maybe we'll find some things that are just absolutely incredible. But I have an important question for you, which is how the hell do I control me now? Like, you've got me on video. What, what's to stop my, me being misused across the internet now? That's right. I think that as we kind of 
allow companies to create these realistic experiences. As individuals, we need to be empowered to own our real-world data, the data used to train the algorithms, and we need to control how our photorealistic avatars are created and where they're used. So to this extent, I was looking at kind of conventional current legal institutions to see what we could do to create new rights. So I created a photorealistic avatar of myself, submitted it to the US Copyright Office to see if they would register my copyright in it. So I think you have shown us what is going to be a repeated theme in this conference, which is that the future is going to be weird and wonderful at the same time. Quite what the balance is between those two, TBD. But this is a world where each of us is going to have to think differently about who we are and claim these rights. What you're saying is that if people have this right, you can picture a world where, for example, if a, if a video goes viral on YouTube without your consent, you'll be able to take it down because of some link back to this. That's right. I think the most important thing that we can do when we're talking about data from the real world being able to power these things is that we need to own property rights over the data. We shouldn't sign it over to companies through terms of service. We shouldn't give it away. If you fundamentally own it, then you can be in control. And you're at the ground level of all of the economies and all of the use cases that are going to spin up through history. Uh, it's a lot, but uh, we're on the way now. Tom Graham, thank you so much for sharing this technology at Thank TED. you very much. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, TED Tech listeners. We're supported by our friends at Working Smarter, a new podcast from Dropbox exploring the exciting potential of AI in the workplace. Working Smarter talks with founders, researchers, and engineers about the things they're building and the problems they're solving with the help of the latest AI tools. Tools that can save them time, improve collaboration, and create more space for the work that matters most. On Working Smarter, hear practical discussions about what AI can do so that you can work smarter too. Listen to Working Smarter on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit workingsmarter.ai. All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening. TED Tech is part of the TED Audio Collective. This episode was produced by Nina Lawrence, who also wrote it with me, Sherelle Dorsey. Our editor is Alejandra Salazar. And the show is fact-checked by Julia Dickerson. Special thanks to Farah DeGrunge for production support. If you're enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe and leave us a review so other people can find us too. I'm Sherelle Dorsey. Let's keep digging into the future. Join me next week for more. You're growing a business, and you can't afford to slow down. If anything, you could probably use a few more hours in the day. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. 
Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate, no coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Support for the show comes from Brooks Running. I'm so excited because I have been a runner, gosh, my entire adult life. And for as long as I can remember, I have run with Brooks Running Shoes. Now I'm running with a pair of Ghost 16s from Brooks. Incredibly lightweight shoes that have really soft cushioning. It feels just right when I'm hitting my running trail that's just out behind my house. You now can take your daily run in the better than ever Ghost 16. You can visit brooksrunning.com to learn more. 